Welcome to the Star of Ground podcast, where we take our event series and bring it to you virtually. Uh, if you're not familiar, we started in, in December. And if you're not familiar with Louisiana, um, we're known for three things, uh, football, food, and culture, uh, and tech and entrepreneurship maybe is at the top of the list, but but we have, you know, we have the community for it. Um, when we started, obviously we were in person. Uh, the first three events, we had a you know amazing experiences um, at breweries. You know, having these kind of fireside chats. But obviously, since uh, coronavirus, since the pandemic, we have gone virtual. Um, no worries. You know, it's kind of opened the door for us to start a podcast, as we have moving all of these conversations beyond the moment um, and being able to share with people for you know time and time again. Uh, what we do is we bring in um, successful entrepreneurs, um, speakers, you know, uh, game changers such as Mario on the call today to hear their stories, um, get a little deeper than I think, you know, we typically like to in, in terms of our conversations. And, and when we're talking about entrepreneurship, the issues, what we're the challenges that we're dealing with, um, the hope is today that we're we're going to hear some stories from Mario on how he's gotten to where he is today. Uh, the challenges he's faced on that journey, and more or less what he sees as some of the catalysts that happened that that are now um, available and out there for for entrepreneurs given the pandemic. Um, so I'll give you a little quick intro. So uh, Mario Lanzari, uh, a business mindset coach and transformational speaker, um, from CEOs to Olympians and mission-driven entrepreneurs. He helps growth seekers break through their current limitations to reach the next level of success and fulfillment. After selling his NYC-based startup, uh, All and Sundry, in 2019, Mario now travels the world between NYC, Cape Town, and Berlin, uh, which is very apparent. Last time I spoke to him, he was in South Africa. I've been telling people someone's calling him from South Africa, and he's not there. So he's always somewhere. Um, so dedicated to share his mission to raise consciousness of humanity his masterclasses focus on leading with purpose and collective empowerment. With that said, I introduce Mario. How are you doing today, man? Kazra, thank you so much for having me on uh, this wonderful platform. Um, I'm doing very well. I'm feeling, I'm feeling aligned. Um, I'm also feeling the heaviness of what's going around in the world. I'm not going to lie. I'm a human being, um, first and foremost. And... I'm feeling called to, to, to take action, you know, to take conscious action. And that's why I'm here today and I'm here to, to serve, to, to help one another and also to shed a new light and a new perspective on entrepreneurship. That's what I'm really excited to talk about, which I think is so very important in the, in the light of what's happening in the world at the moment. Absolutely. We look forward to hearing it. So before we get started, why don't you go ahead and give us a little background, um, who Mario is, uh, that crazy journey of yours and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, wow, that's um, there's a lot of stories that I have, but usually the, the the one point that I always share with people how everything started for me was my growth and healing journey, which started 10 years ago after I got out of a serious depression, which almost led me to suicide. Um, and I was working in Germany. I was becoming a pilot for Lufthansa. And the only reason I followed that career path is because I watched the movie Catch Me If You Can. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone knows here. <laughs> so I saw Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, wow, this is, he's the man. I mean, he's got it all figured out. He seems to not do 
too much of hard work and like go with the ladies and travel and it's amazing i want to be like him and so i learned later that the choice i made was based on me craving external validation and that is something that i see so many entrepreneurs fall into the trap as well it's is the it's the once i'll get there then i'll give myself permission to feel good about myself trap and so i went into that really running myself into the ground, um, having a slip disc, uh, which caused me to be in chronic pain for pretty much 24 seven. I had to take um, painkillers, which made me fall asleep in class. So I was, I had the guilt weighing down on me here and the pain killing me in the back because everyone was, was like, like imagine sitting there with like all these top dogs because 93% of all the people that apply for Lufthansa fail. And once you fail, you can never reapply again for life. You out, that's it. And so the pressure is extremely high. And so I realized there at that time, I was, I was like, when I was, as I was approaching rock bottom, I kept asking, asking myself, why am I doing this? No one is forcing me to do this. I come from a good family, middle class, healthy, wonderful childhood, nothing to miss. Why did I keep doing this? So I then came across people like Tony Robbins and Les Brown, which all of a sudden was like, it was like, whoa, they started to talk about mindset and the subconscious mind. It's like, what the hell is that? What do you mean mindset? Like, I know I have thoughts, but what's a mindset? So that really intrigued me to dig in. And if it wasn't for these men, I would say that I probably would have gone forward with ending my own life. And that for me was so radical at the time that I actually learned that it was me who put myself into this position. So if I put myself there, I also have an opportunity to take myself out of it. And that's when I became obsessed with learning about the world of the mind and the subconscious mind and I started digging in. And I knew back then that one day I'm gonna be like Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is a big mentor of mine. I, I love the work that he's doing. And I was obsessed with the work that he, I always told myself that's what I'm gonna do. But then I kept on procrastinating for t another 10 years because I was too afraid and I would tell myself, I don't have the experience, I don't have the knowledge, I don't speak English that well because I'm German-Italian, uh, English is my third language. And so that journey led me to, to Berlin where I studied fashion management. I then went on to be an intern at a consulting company where I helped start up Uber the, uh, in Berlin. And uh, they made me a brand ambassador and then I went to New York still while being a student. And then in New York, I did an internship for the company All In Sundry, and I asked the founder, hey, would you give me the opportunity to be become your partner? And he said, okay, you've got balls, but let's see if, if what you say meets your actions. So, all right. So then I did the classical hustling way of working my ass off in New York City. And he was impressed with my quality and my dedication. And he said, yeah, okay, I wanna make you my partner. And so, my time in New York was up because I had to go back to Germany to graduate. And so I went back to Germany and then all I did was I worked and I studied. And I remember my, my father asking me, is like, so can you show me the contract that you have with this with your business partner, right? With the guy who, who actually started the idea. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll show you. I didn't have it, right? I didn't have anything. I didn't even have, not even an email. I had a handshake. and there was just trust and there was so much connection between my then partner and now he's a dear friend of mine and myself that I said, you know, I'm going to go with my gut feeling because my gut feeling said, let's do this together. And then after I graduated in Berlin in Germany from fashion management, three days later, I hopped on a plane, came over on a tourist visa and then just 
hustled my way through in the most brutal way. I mean, really, barely, not knowing many people in New York, uh, sleeping on a friend's couch, uh, barely making enough money to to survive there. And we didn't have any funding. We, we were bootstrapped. Uh, I, I was like alone in the city. So all I did was just throw myself into work and went the classical route of hustling, 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 hustling. And then I told my partner from day one, I said, listen, the, the, re the one reason that I'm in America is because one day I want to be like Tony Robbins. And I don't, I'm not sure if he took it serious at the time. He's like, okay, sure. Right? There's a lot of people that say that. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm here to learn and grow. And so I, I followed that path. And then I was sharing my story with people because I was, um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a member of the Toastmasters. I'm sure some people here are familiar with Toastmasters. And I started sharing my story over and over again. And then people asked me, so how did you overcome your depression? And then I started to really think about it. And I was like, what was it that helped me? It was a perspective shift. It was listening to my intuition. It was learning to become authentic. And now, today, I understand these principles. Back then, they were more like things that I read in books. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I'm going to say that. And I started sharing my voice more and more in workshops with students and with, with interns. And, and people were like, wow, this is so helpful. Thank you so much for sharing this. And then I started going to all these seminars, the Tony Robbins, the Landmarks. I started picking up meditation. I did uh, plant ceremonies like ayahuasca and, and so much. And like, I started growing and growing and growing. And, and this hunger inside of me was getting stronger and stronger and stronger because I was seeing, hey, there's a lot of people that are successful, that are being entrepreneurs, that are making great things happen in the business world, but what about the world? What is the, what's the purpose of running your business if you're not impacting the world? It's, yes, you have more freedom, that's great, awesome, right? good for you, but what about the world, man? Like, uh, yeah. I thought, I was looking at, at the world and I was looking at myself, I was like, the reason I suffered so much is because all I cared about was me. I didn't give a shit about the world. I was like, I wanna be successful, I wanna have status, I want to have the trophy beautiful wife where everyone says, yeah, Mario's the man. He's, he's got it all figured out. And I was, I, I was on the road to getting all of that, and all of them became terribly depressed. So I was like, this is not it. And then, you know, Tony Robbins was sharing these things, the secret to living is giving. And I never really understood what it means, what it meant at the time. And, but I tell you, the moment I was doing a workshop or a speech or a one-on-one -on -one session, I came to be feeling alive like never before, mm. nothing compared to that. And I had achieved so many of the successes before, tick the boxes, but it was like, you know, you achieve a goal and you're like, yeah, that's great. Uh, hmm. Okay, what's next? next? Next thing, let's yeah. climb the next hill. So when I was sharing myself, I felt this 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 level of, of, of wholeness. It was like filling me up. And it was like, when I went to sleep, I felt that. When I woke up, I felt that. And it was just like growing from inside of me. And that's what I was sharing with the world. And that's also the message I want to give to entrepreneurs. Connect not with what you're going to do for yourself and the success that you create for you, but create, connect with the impact that you're making for the people. Because that will fill you up and fire you up like nothing else will. Absolutely. So, so let me, um, All in Sundry is, is what kind of company? Um, All in Sundry is a custom shoe brand okay. where you where you get to design your own pair of custom made handmade custom shoes out of Italy mm -hmm. uh, for $495 and it will be shipped to you. So so pilot moved to shoe designer in some way, moved to uh, speaker, personal coach. So you really made a, a few transitions there. Um, oh, yeah. and, and that's an amazing journey. So 
Um, uh, and Catch Me If You Can is, is a great movie. It is. It just is. <laughs> so uh, no one can fault you for 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 looking at that. Going, hey, I, I wouldn't mind being that. Um, look, so when was it in that journey that you, you know, yes, you're listening to Tony Robbins, but when was in that journey where you started taking an action to make that change? Was it, you know, that you had some time alone? And let me, and let me give a little backdrop here. Um, since the pandemic, probably for the only time, uh, what could be the only time in the collective world's, um, when, when the collective world as a whole it is off work or went off work for a certain period that wasn't a choice of their own. Uh, who knows if this happens again in our lifetime? Uh, but, but as part of that, for the first time in what could be their lifetime, if people are having a moment where they can think, where they yeah. where they're not thinking about hey uh, up at seven go to work come back pick up the kit like they, they're adjusting and they're having time themselves now some some may use that for netflix some may use that to for for personal pleasure whatever whatever they can do in the confines of their own home but um you have it seems that you had maybe one of those moments but you initiate yourself so can you explain that to me a little bit of yeah. when you started feeling it and how do you go about taking some kind of action that way yeah, yeah, that's a great question, and and so, I think the 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 time where this started to materialize the first time was after I left Lufthansa and I went to Cape Town to South Africa, where I had two months for myself, and I really started to think about what I wanted to do with my life, and that's when these ideas started to crystallize more and more, and that's also where I planted the seed, because I had a moment for myself. I was quiet. I was out of the whole hustle mentality. And I watched the movie, The Secret. I'm not sure if you've ever seen The Secret. Um, yes. It's a great movie. I highly recommend to anyone who hasn't much seen it. And it completely blew my mind. And I was like, this is, wow, there's people that do these things. I only learned knew about Tony Robbins and Les Brown, but I didn't know that there's a whole armada of people doing this. So I only saw like the very top of, of the mountain. I didn't see that there's more, more normal people, right? That, that are not as high up. And so when I went to New York and I was doing the startup for all and sundry, I had other moments where I had, I would describe it. I, I remember once I had, a, I had an anxiety attack. I, I still remember that very, very well. I was running an event um, in our showroom in New York and then people were coming. We had like 50, 50 people coming in. And then all of a sudden I started feeling this, this panic. I was like, What's happening? I, I had no idea what was going to what was happening, and then a tear started rolling down my eyes, and I ran outside and I went into the park, and I then shared with my girlfriend at the um, uh, who was in Germany, who's now my fiance, and then I realized something needs to change, because all in sundry was was doing well, um, we had a plan for the future, but still there was something missing there, so time. And I asked her and to my then, and I asked her. I said, "What do you think?" And and she says, "Well, what do you think?" And I said, "Well, something is missing. Something is not clicking yet. And there's something inside of me that has been calling because I had been doing the workshops and I've been getting so much feedback for that. And so I needed to make a decision as to finding an end to the journey that I was riding on because it was going on indefinitely. 
you know? I need okay. to set boundaries, and the boundaries help me to really start something new. Okay, so let me let me narrow it. Let me narrow narrow in on that. Um, you know, you go into those workshops. I think, you know, uh, Steve and I were talking um, right before this on there are so many webinars. There are so oh, yeah. many transformative talks happening. There's so many places. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you know Tony Robbins gets uh, you know tens and tens of thousands of people that go. How many of them actually? Are able to absorb that. So let me ask you this: In a time where we can potentially go to any webinar any day of the week um, from anywhere in the world, where we can be bombarded information, um, how are you kind of deciphering that information to turn it into action? Mm. And, and, I, and I know it's not it's not necessarily an easy question. Sometimes people have to have what I found is like moments where they just hear some line, maybe, but. You know, there's intention when you show up to something, mm -hmm. but you know, you can get in these cycles where you just go to something, go to workshop after workshop after workshop, and what becomes of that? You know, yeah. so how are you kind of taking all that information that you're absorbing and turning that into some kind of action? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and um, I want to do my best to answer this question as as good as I can. So for me, this this question connects to Figuring out why you're here, right? The big, the big why, the big, the or the big P, purpose, right? What is it that you're you came into this world to do? And the way that I answer this is, is not. I don't believe that it's just something that you find. I believe that that purpose is already inside of you, and it requires someone to help you extract it. Doing that on your own is is difficult. It is. Um, so. There's that, there's figuring out your purpose, and then there's also figuring out your authentic truth, right? The, the more authentic you become, the more you will be able to naturally filter your life. Because I can, I can very quickly, like I get a lot of invites and like newsletters for events and all of that, and my purpose is very clear, right? I, I want to raise the, I, I raise the, I help raise the consciousness of humanity and enable people to live a life of endless possibility. That's my, my, my chosen purpose. And so whenever something comes to me, I quickly reflect, does that bring me closer to my purpose or does it bring me further away? And if the answer is, is yes, then I see if I can make time for that and then I'll, I'll go. And if, often the answer is no, and then I won't do it. I just won't do it. And so that's one thing. And being authentic means speaking your truth, means feeling, feeling your feelings. And the more you do that, you'll see naturally that you'll be drawn to certain people because th those will reflect to you, even in the online space. Like nowadays, I don't know, I'm sure you get that every day on LinkedIn, you get bombarded with these messages like, yep. hey, I saw your profile, I'm, I'm gonna help you 10X your, your lead gen strategy. <laughs> and it's just gonna go, oh God, leave me alone. I, I saw we're in the same industry, we should connect. Why? <laughs> uh, you know, um, it's just, it's, uh, no, it's too much. And so it's hard, it's hard to, to, to break that down. And, um, Okay, and then so going in, you have you're you're trying to find some kind of intention going in. And I can understand that. So the purpose, I don't know if everyone uh, is able to define that because it if in the, in defining that was that did did the workshops allow you to kind of open up to finding that purpose? You know, did did it did it kind of was it the first crack uh, in the ice and and I guess to to kind of break you free of of what you thought you were, you were supposed to be. 
Yes, I mean, big time. I mean, all the work that I did helped me so much to, to, to really clarify who I am and what I choose to do in this, in this world. Because mm. for the longest time, I've been running with this belief, oh, I should be doing that. Oh, no, but I should be doing that. Why am I not doing that? And it was driven a lot by, at my age, I should be at level X of success. And it was yeah. also learning what does success really mean to me, right? Does it, does, is, is, is success to me really making millions of dollars? Because that's what a lot of entrepreneurs go for. I want to make a lot of money, right? And there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. I think it's amazing. Is, but it's really becoming crystal clear on what your idea of success is because once you have it, you can align your life with that. And it's in most cases, reaching that idea of success is a lot easier than you think. So I would say getting clarity, right? Before we yep. talk about purpose, because I know purpose is a big thing, yep. right? And clarity is, is number one, is mm. being crystal clear of what you want and how does that look like and what yep. you need to get there which in 99% in, in of the cases is going to be way more effortless and easier for, for entrepreneurs than they think. Because most of the time you have this cloud that you're running after that you think you should be doing and then somehow it's not working, you're, you're stuck, you're procrastinating, you're, you're, you're playing with that idea of perfectionism in the, the whole time because you're not clear. Yeah, no, understood. Um, and it's a good point, I think. so. So let's let's say for those that that do understand their purpose, um, you know, people, a lot of people in across across industries, across startups, across um, whatever you know role they have, um, they are forming change in some way. Whether it's mm -hmm. they're whether they're you know a marketing person who is trying to effectively move their brand um, towards something that you know represents everyone uh, in in this country or 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 wherever whatever market they're appeasing to um, mm -hmm. whether it's you know customer success people whether it's CEOs whoever that is uh, now finding how they can be that catalyst finding their catalyst itself like their you know um, where they can be the change i think that's the hardest mm -hmm. part right because there's so many people that are passionate um, what is your thought process when you go about making a decision um, to 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 finding where you can um, you know make the best use of your time, where where mm -hmm. you can make the most change, where you can affect people's lives the most? Um, and I mean this. So let's let's move away from learning and actually to action. So mm -hmm. um, not going to seminars, not not doing things, but like almost like the, the planning. Uh, you know, yeah. and I've seen you yeah. plan. Um, for those, I've I actually know known Mari before this, and I've seen, I've seen your whiteboards. Uh, they get crazy. Yeah. You know, I've seen how you how you plan it out. Um, but on a high level, um, how do you approach making a plan to to effectively change, um, to be a catalyst for change? Yeah, I mean, before you go out, go within. That's the first thing, mm -hmm. because. I see a lot of people trying to help but causing more damage. It's like, think of this example of, of, of the, when you're on an airplane, right, and the oxygen mask drops out. What, what do they say? Who, do, who are you supposed to help first? Yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the reason is, 
If you decide then, because you think it's selfish not to help yourself, to help someone else first, you actually, in the process of helping others, become a burden because you're running out of oxygen. And this is what happens with a lot of people. They're running on 50% and they're, they're, being, they're being toxic without wanting to be toxic, right? They're projecting their own insecurities, their own, their own unhealed wounds from the past onto other people. And they're doing this in a subconscious way without, being, without even noticing it. And so I think before you, you, you do something on the, on the outside, do something on the inside. And clean that up. Clean up your own. Clean up your own house. Bring it into order. Like you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't build a car in a garage if the garage looks like shit. Uh, you don't know where to find the screwdrivers. You don't know where to find the oil. It's it's a mess. Because this is also what happens a lot with entrepreneurs. They start an idea. They have an idea, right? And then they do this. Yay! Boom. Ah, uh, you know, it just wasn't for me. I've tried. Mm. It's, it was too hard. The market wasn't right. The time wasn't right. Blah 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 blah. All, all of that stuff, right? So, once you do that, you have a much better understanding of what are some of the, the the areas of impact where you're really good at. With the insights that you've gained, you can impact so many people. So I would say start with with on the inside. Look at what are some areas of your life that where you're not where you're not fully happy, where you feel. You're not showing up in 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 your in your best light, where you're feeling that you're 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 losing energy, where you're being frustrated. Take those areas, clean them up, and then look at what is the craft that you're doing. Is it, are you an entrepreneur? Are you a freelancer? Are you a coach? What are you really good at? And then look at how can you combine that the the inside and the outside to impact people. Right? There's there's always someone there, and a lot of people. This is also what I see. A lot of people. They don't get started because they think about the 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 master plan first. They think, yeah, I gotta, you know, I'm gonna save a million kids in in Africa, and I'm gonna build ten thousand schools. I'm gonna do that. That's amazing. I I love it. But you haven't saved a single, uh, built a single school, or you haven't touched a single life. Yeah. So start start small. Think locally. I mean, we live in this global world. Uh, which is hyper connected, and what's happening now is is people and are are have much better connections online with people that they never see than they have actual connections with their own freaking neighbors. Yeah, no kidding. It's 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 insane, right? Yeah. I'm guilty of that myself, right? I I'm 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 gonna raise my hand because here where I live in Hanover, I have my people, I have my family, but I'm mostly here. I'm mostly here, and I work a lot with people all over the world, and I have friends all over the world. So this is also my own reflection to say, hey, okay, I gotta check in with the people that are living right here. So there's this this thing they say, what is it? Think globally, act locally. Yeah. Help someone out in your community. That's what you're doing, right? You yep. started, you took up a, a, a startup grind Baton Rouge. That's right. That's right. And and uh, and uh, I have tampered down my one million, you know user kind of mentality um so we haven't talked a minute but you know even what you know even on our 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 investor calls of the last month um when people ask me about my targets um for two years out i just tell them it's premature for me to tell you and they said what's your goal i said 100 a uh, thousand active weekly active users by the end of 2020 um and they say okay where are you gonna go after that i'm like i don't know yet but that's why i need your help and but what, what that's 
but by being real, and I'll say this is something I probably learned from you, by being real with that that target, you know, and then, you know, when people ask us about our monetization strategy, I'm like, here's one, two, and three. Two and three, I have no idea if they'll work, but one is the one yeah. we're doing. Uh, here's yeah. our goal for, for users, one, two, and three. One is the one I can tell you now. Two and three, just forget. Just I can tell you them, but they, I can't promise that'll be it. Um, but it's helped me align with the investor too. Those that want real expectations, those that want to, you know, and yes, this that's that's it right there. So, um, and I'll just tout, you know, that that saying from you: the more authentic you are, the more people you'll find around yourself that aren't just around you because of what you say you are, you know, or yeah. they yeah. they're literally here to help you get to, you know, one mile down the street because yeah. they know they can help you rather than over promising. Yeah. So I hear that, man. I absolutely hear that. Um, okay. So, and, and so move, moving on from that, I think, it, you know, towards, towards the end here, um, I know for me that the thing I take away in just hearing the, that story in yours and what you're saying is that being mission driven and being authentic is huge. Um, we've kind of, we've had a, um, uh, the world's kind of been flipped on its head uh, in, you know, um, more or less. Mm. What do you uh, now? Let's look at it from a, from an entrepreneurial standpoint um, or, or, or viewpoint. What are what is something that you're seeing um, that you believe is trending up or down based on this? Uh, now, one mm. we just talked about. We're, we're way more connected online. Um, yeah. But yeah, what? so you and your business, um, in your coaching, what have you taken away from, from what's happened? Have, has, has it mm. changed you know, your, your projections and your strategy? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's, there's so much that's, that's going on. And, and a few things I'd love to highlight are, so number one, of course, the online world. That's never gonna go away in the foreseeable future. It's, yeah. it's growing. People, even even when this whole thing is over and we're gonna say, okay, it's fine, everyone can travel the way we used to and all good, there's this this level of anxiety that is has been growing consistently. And that causes people to stay home. And, and whether that's good or bad is not the discussion, but the online world right now is booming, is, is growing, is being transformed. And what I see is, one of the best ways to compete with the juggernauts that are out there. I mean, someone like me, right? One of my competitors, if, if I want to call it that, would be Tony Robbins. But of course, yeah. I'm not going to compete against Tony Robbins because he's freaking Tony Robbins. So instead, I look at what is my niche, right? My niche specifically is mission, our mission-driven entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that have a mission to impact the world through their business. And so then I look at what's specifically there. I specifically focus on helping them identify a purpose because with, with a clear, clarified purpose, your confidence will skyrocket. Your ability to make decisions is going to be so much easier because it's going to be in alignment. So I see a lot of people that start to combine what they do in business and how that addresses the, the bigger questions of society, whether that is um, inclusivity, whether that is gender diversity, whether that is um, sustainability in terms of the environment, whether that uh, addresses political issues. Mm. Because quite frankly, what's happening right now, you can see it, people are losing trust in politicians. Mm. 
and I believe rightfully so, right? Because right. they have lied, lied, lied to us long, long so, ago. So almost like a rebranding moment, a, a, a moment that, you know, you don't get many of these where if there's been something that you're uncertain of that you knew didn't align with you, you this is the, you know, maybe they can use this opportunity to, to rebrand themselves, rebrand their company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the, Fair this is the time, you know, I, I, I see this as a shift in leadership because we have been calling when I say we, I mean, we as a human species have been calling for the old way of leaders to fix our old ways that don't work because they have been propagated by these old leaders with the old mindset. And, and now we have that. So yeah. it doesn't work and people have lost faith in these leaders. So who's stepping up entrepreneurs, Look at Elon Musk. He's an entrepreneur, but he has more influence than most politicians. Right? Yeah. So you can do the same thing in a small circle as an entrepreneur because people trust entrepreneurs. That is the big, big difference between in the, in the leadership because entrepreneurs mm. are, are people. I, li I like to view, it, uh, view entrepreneurship as, as people that take things from the unknown and bring it into, into, the, into the visible reality. Because ideas are in the unknown, and politicians usually stick to a, a very, very known circle. They don't have radical change there because they're afraid it might affect their voter, uh, their voters. But as entrepreneurs, there's no limit. You can, as an entrepreneur, but like one thing that I'm seeing right now, there's all these micro communities mm. that are started being started up. Like I myself have a have a weekly coaching community that I created. Uh, it's called Money Pura. S and and since, since the pandemic. And this is since the pandemic, yeah, yeah, yeah. since the pandemic, because yeah. you know, I saw there's a when I say a shift in leadership specifically, I mean a shift in conscious leadership. What we need is we need conscious leaders. Like, just look at Trump, right? Whatever you think of Trump, whether you think he's an asshole, whether you think he's the savior of America, he clearly has a father issue, right? He's craving validation, like, like he's screaming, screaming, it's like, please, please, because of the way that he was raised. A conscious leader will recognize that and will address it and will be real about it and will say, yeah, I used to have, I used to grow up this way. That's why I sometimes act this way and I take responsibility for that. That takes balls to, to say that, right? Mm -hmm. And especially us men, we're not willing to do that in the public space because vulnerability still comes with that stigma of, oh, that's weak, man. You're weak. We can't trust you. But that, yeah. that is shifting. That is turning around. I have another coaching client who's running a marketing agency in New York City, and I quickly introduced him to the top to the to the way of communicating authentically and vulnerably. Like he had a talk with one of his mentors, had a massive fallout with the guy. He's I think this guy is in his fifties, and my client he's in his mid twenties, and so I coached him how to communicate authentically and vulnerably with him, and he he did it, and he was scared as he was super scared to have that conversation, but he came back to me and said, dude. This was the best conversation in my life. My, the, this guy now respects me more than anything. He sent me screenshots and I was like, yes, it works. There's the, the way that you, that you make yourself seen as, as a leader in the space, the moment you, be, you take, take responsibility and be vulnerable, authentic, that completely changes the marketplace. Because nowadays entrepreneurs, you, you have a personal brand. Yep. And it's no longer just talk about your business, but it's like you talk about your business, what your business does for the greater good of humanity. Absolutely. And that, Absolutely. that is a that is a mega trend. Like if you're not if you're not part of that, you're going to fall off. Because look what's happening online, social media. The, the marketplace is overcrowded, right? It's so difficult to make yourself be seen. 
but what's what is the the vast majority of the of the crowd? It's it, whether they're there or not, nothing changes, right? They could be gone like this, and you don't care. Yeah. But there are a, a tiny amount of people there that yeah. bring life changing content forward, yeah. and they find connections to business. And people yeah. are like, I, I love you, man. I want to work with you. I I, I connect mm. with you. And that's what I teach uh, entrepreneurs when to lead with purpose. We, I mean, we did this together. Mm. Right? The moment you start talking about a purpose, about a higher game, people want to work with you. They, it's like you're like this shining bright light, and you have all these people be drawn to that light. That's that's the biggest biggest best marketing that you can have. Absolutely. Um, and I, yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you hear a lot of topics there. I uh, agree, agree, agree. I, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, yeah, and you know, finding so we, we talk about this with everything going on. Um, I do, you know, we we believe entrepreneurs will be the catalyst of change uh, in this country, not politicians, not corporations, not philanthropists. At the end of the day, those are the ones that bring forth solutions. Um, but if we can get more of the actual tools to uh, the broader yeah. community um, and just let them either figure it out or fail, but most people don't even get that first opportunity. Um, first off. Um, and yes, absolutely fine. You know, um, we did do that and it's been, it's been pivotal, I guess, for, for me, for what we do. Uh, and I, and I appreciate that, uh, that sentiment and that, that knowledge from you. I appreciate that. So absolutely. to, okay, let's see here as we wrap up, um, I've got just a couple rapid fire questions for you. Um, so yeah, just 10 seconds. Uh, if you, if you would, is there anything you collect? Rings, uh, jewelry. Rings, okay, uh, jewelry. Yes. Favorite book. <laughs> Favorite book. Um, Man's Search for Meaning. Mm. Victor Frankel. Okay, cats or dogs? Dogs. Biggest opportunity in the market. That's kind of a tough question, but <laughs> anything virtual. Conscious leadership. Conscious Thank leadership. You. Okay. Um, exit fast or grow? Grow. Mm, interesting. Okay. And what is the best compliment someone can give you? You're making a difference in the world. Oh man, that hit that hits home. Okay. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, here at Starbound Baton Rouge, we're trying to bring the stories from the founders that have done it, are doing it, have found success uh, in our area and outside. So, uh, if you enjoy what you uh, heard, go ahead and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, check out our pitch competitions that happen every month. And until then, keep grinding. Thanks.